37 Disney Street, which isn't far from you, three Disney fans have watched a film which they will now review. Hello friends and welcome to 37 Disney Street. This week we're jumping online to take a look at our last animated classic, number 57, 2018's Ralph Wrecks the Internet. Oh come on, princesses and cartoons, characters, bah, I'm Chris Fletcher. Have you ever noticed how all your problem people think all your problems are solved because a big strong man showed up? I'm Lucy Ray. My other veil is the touch aggressive today. Hi pals! I'm Hugh Rain. And that's the truth. Mm. Hi everybody. Hello. Well, here we are. In our, it's our last animated classic. And we just tried to explain this on the DLP show. It's our last animated classic, but it's not the last animated classic. And it's no. actually the the one that was bef- that came out last before we started doing the podcast. So it's ended up being the last one that we do in the podcast. So our mission statement when lost. we started <laughs> was we are going to review all the classics yes. in order mm-hmm. from starting with Snow White and the Seven Dwarves I'm finishing with Ralph Brick's internet. It's off. <laughs> and still yet here we are, ting, tinging this bell. Um, and finishing with Ralph Brick's internet. Now, since then, new films have come out. And as they've come out, we have reviewed them as close to the release date as possible. We tend to be able to see them yeah. opening weekend, don't mm. we? And then we review them the following weekend. Um, but this is... The last classic we haven't reviewed. Well, I imagine this came out while we were in discussions about doing the podcast because it would have been the November, mm. won't it? And then we started recording in like the February or something, didn't we? So mm. we must have known we were going to do this by then, but we just hadn't made any roads into it properly. And we didn't know what we we're going to do about doing new films and no. whether we we're going to leave them to the end. We hadn't made these decisions. So this is the final sequential classic there mm-hmm. are no more there are no more no. to do however that does not mean it's the end of this podcast no correct so we want to do lots of other stuff and uh we've just been trying to work out over the last few weeks where we take it next haven't we so we've got a plan to do a marvel uh rankings show and we're going to do something for star wars and for i don't know whatever muppets pixar maybe um, yeah, although Pixar's so big that I don't know if we can just do well, that. Well, I'd like to do Pixar like we've done the animated films. Yeah. It's just, it might be a little bit more, uh, it might be a bit slower than we have been of, mm. of late. I think it'll be something that maybe we, maybe we do as a series at some point when we've yeah. got the time. I think it's fair to say at the moment, just at the moment, we're taking it episode by episode because mm-hmm. we know our next two episodes. Oh, I'm swearing. I'm, now I'm now I'm peaceful. Only about five people watch this. Most people listen to it, so they can't see you swearing. It's yeah. fine. I'm on She's I'm on camera and I turn my fingers the wrong the wrong way around. Two's up at you. Mm. <laughs> um, the next two episodes, we know that the first one is going to be uh, ranking our Marvel films mm-hmm. in order. We're all three of us. We're going to rank them, and then we give them the score for one to twenty-seven. Is it? Yeah. And then we come up with an aggregate ranking yes. by adding each of the scores together. And then the next episode will be Turning Red. Will uh, be yeah, released. yeah. And so we red, will review Turning Red as we are doing all the others when they come out. And then not sure what the one after that will be, but for now we're It'll just... It'll be summer. We're just taking it an episode at a time. So we can promise you <laughs> those will be the next two episodes. Yes, But indeed. enough about the next two episodes. What's today's episode, Chris? Well, today it's all about Ralph Wrecks the Internet. And I refuse to call it anything but Ralph Wrecks the Internet. It mm. is called Ralph Wrecks the Internet because calling something... Ralph breaks the internet when the main character is called Wreck-It Ralph. It just doesn't make any sense, does it? It's such a misstep. I mean, obviously, like, it, you know, it's uh, the Kim Kardashian thing, and we get that, but I think people would still get the reference. Yeah. If, uh, like, because her, if they change the reference to, um, because it was break the internet, wasn't it? Break mm-hmm. the internet. So if it was Wreck-It Ralph 2, wreck the internet. Yeah, co- like colon. That. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Wreck the internet. It would have been perfect. This just caused people to the point where they tried to uh, fix this with a with a, a plaster or a bandaid, if you're American, uh, in uh, one of the later trailers where they had um, yes talking to them and saying like, "But why isn't it called Ralph wrecks the internet?" You know, and it's like a huh? a a watchers, a readers, and it's like that's not good enough. No, don't just acknowledge no. your mistake. Change it. 
just change, change it. it. Just change it. Too late, Come on. Isn't it? Too late. It's never too late. They should have just not addressed it. Because all they did was highlight the fact that they'd made a mistake in the naming of the film. It's the wind on the door, Chris. Really loud Storm wind on Franklin. the door. <laughs> it's Franklin now, not Eunice, isn't it? Is it? Yes, yeah, it's, Franklin. It's We've moved one. on. We've, We've moved on, Hugh. Storm Franklin is uh, battering the outside of our house as we speak. So if you hear, <laughs> if you hear any ghostly sounds, it's probably that. Mm. So do we want to jump straight into the history then? Yeah. yeah. It's time to dig a little deeper to learn some Disney stuff. Dig a little deeper, no, we ain't dug this far enough. Dig down deep into the facts, we'll find out what we need. Lucy will school us, guaranteed. Open up the windows, let in the light, children. Are laughing at your own jingles? Oh, I never tire of my jingles. <laughs> that is one of my favourites, I have to say. Yeah, of course, too. it's got my name in it, so I'm going to be a little biased. Um, right, Ralph breaks the internet. Rex. <laughs> There's not a huge amount of history to this, as there often isn't with the more modern um, classics. It's they get an idea and they make the movie. In this case, it was... How can we make a load of the money? The first one made a lot of money... Make another one as quick as you can. It, yeah, that kind of that doesn't show though. Sequels, sequels to, to Disney classics are uncommon, aren't they? Yes. And Up this, to this point, this had been one. This one gets Strictly. A, a sequel. This one. So let's just be clear. We're on. Up to this, there had been fifty-six. Disney classics, there had only been one sequel. Two if you count Winnie the Pooh, if you count oh, okay. it. It's kind of not, because they are they are different films, but it is Winnie the Pooh. So I, I think kind of two, of really stories. one. But on, yeah. on paper, you think, right, which films are we going to give us a, a proper uh, cinema release sequel to? Rescuers and Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> Bearing in mind that really? there, were, there were two Aladdin films that, that um, went straight to video. Oh, there was, oh, yeah. there was Lion King. Loads. Yeah, yeah like I know, Beauty, I know. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, Little yeah. Mermaids. Yeah. So sequels were not but uncommon. Cinema but really, like classic. They were episodes. straight to yeah. video and they were there was a department dealing with these and it was always the, the next business step after releasing a classic was, right, let's develop a straight to video mm-hmm. cash grab sequel. So this cinema release sequel is, it's not unique, but it's rare. I'm I'm gonna have to just let you know straight away as you start talking about history. I'm biting my tongue for now because um I I think I mentioned to Lucy before we started recording earlier. I'm quite frustrated by this film. Okay. Um. So you go into that history and I'm gonna try and bite. You're my biting tongue. your tongue now. If anyone's watching and wonders why I'm picking the inside of my cheek, I've got one of those. You know, those little little yeah little blisters you get inside, and you just think I'm just gonna pop that. Yeah. Inside my cheek. So, yeah. Oh, don't okay, do, don't cool. do that. And we're listening um, as well. While you're popping your blister, would you mind oh. checking? I should have asked you this before, but uh. what we scored the 2012 Wreck It Ralph? I think it'd be interesting to know. Mm-hmm. Popped, popped it. Right. Uh, actually, it's on, it wasn't that long ago, so it's actually on this, uh, the opposite page in my book here. We gave it well, the score you want. Yeah. 77, Sunset Strip. Okay. 77. I just think that's <clears throat> worth kind of. Keeping in mind, going, I, I genuinely yeah. couldn't remember what we'd given it, and I thought it, if we're going to compare ourselves and our own thoughts, it is going to be important. Mm-hmm. The listeners probably remember better than we do; they might have listened to it more recently. Anyway, months ago for us. Yeah. So, um, we had some familiar voices return for this sequel. We had John C. Riley, Sarah Silverman, Jack McBray, and Jane Lynch, Lynch all reprised their roles. Uh, Gal Gadot played. Uh, oh, did you say Gal Gadot? Gadot. It's actually Gadot. That's uh, how Gal Gadot. An actor recently was interviewed who worked with her, pronounced it. I can't remember who it was, but he says it's Gadot. That's fine. I'm happy to be corrected on that because I wasn't entirely sure. She played um, Wonder Woman, the part of Shank, uh, who is the uh, the the bad street. I think of her person. as Penelope Cruz. Yeah, okay, mm. I get that. She has that kind of uh, look about her. Mm-hmm. Now, Alan Tudyk was in the... He's our new fave, isn't he? Mm. Tudyk. 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 He was in the original mm. playing, do you remember? Sour Bill. Sour Bill mm. and... Uh, oh, wasn't he... Um, What's his face? The, oh, no, the, it, it wasn't Sour Kid Bill. Candy. Yeah, King he, Candy. He was, he was, yeah, sorry. It was I think, King Candy. I think he played Kid, Sour Bill as well, didn't he? No, I think that was someone else. Okay. Mm. Anyway, it was King Candy. King, King Candy. The um, 
<laughs> What's his name want to be? Oh, yeah. The guy out, the guy <laughs> okay. out of Mary Poppins. Okay, yeah. Going, you know what I mean. Hmm. Um, but What's he... Uh, it's gone from my head, but he's very well known. He's very well known. Famous, like, he's like famous I'm, ashamed, I'm really ashamed. I can't remember it. Um, um, but oh, this, no. in this... <laughs> film he plays the Nosemore character now this was an interesting character because the design was based on a 1960 character design by uh, ward kimball and mark davis um and they actually who was a bit of who was a know-it-all bookworm basically and they, they just <clears throat> brought it back and revived it so that's a nice nod to disney history mm. there's a nod to disney history wow that's good we like yeah. nods okay uh all the princesses Talking of nods to Disney history. Oh, yeah. Uh, were voiced by their original actresses, except the actresses who had passed away, which were Cinderella, Aurora and Snow White. All the others, regardless of, of age and career, all came back to voice themselves. Interesting thing in that for me. So Jodie Benson, is that right? Jodie yep. Benson, the Little Mermaid, sounds more like Barbie in this, which she also plays, than she does Ariel. Well, her voice is it. Vocal cords yeah. age. Yes, they do. I just did she I found Barbie? it quite interesting. Yes, she did. In, in Toy Story. 12. Oh, okay. Not not in... It was Edwin, by the way. Edwin, Ed of course Wynn. it is. Yeah. Yes. Goodness me. I had I to look it forget up. Edwin, I was, like, it, was, it was gone. There were other cameos uh, of famous Disney properties, um, including Vin Diesel as Groot. Oh, yeah. Anthony Daniels as C-3PO. Well, of course. Of course he's going to be there. <laughs> and uh, Tim Allen as Buzz. Mm. Um, but basically, they they managed Joy to get all the. Infinity. There were a lot of just little cameos, weren't they? And they did manage to get the muscle if needed. Those were the ones that were worth repeating. Finish now, it. You said repeating as you repeated. Can you finish it, please. This this is and beyond. That that's like shaving a haircut. <laughs> so bits. <laughs> right, directed by Rich Moore and a debut directorial um, stint from Phil Johnson. Oh. Ah. Now, <laughs> I know. I mean, I was I was grasping for things to write on this. Yeah. Alan Menken wrote. Um, kind of, I think it's keeping him with the Disney nods, isn't it? It's like the, the "I Want" song from the princesses. Who writes the "I Want" song? Alan Menken came back to write the "I I Want" song uh, for the slaughter. It's called Slaughter Race, isn't mm. it? Um, the featured companies were not approached. For rights, the legal reason being that they are companies and logos in the public domain and easily accessible. Wow! I, yeah, I, I'm I not a lawyer. Actually, I'm not a lawyer. I can imagine eBay would have been really concerned about it damaging their brand as well. <laughs> but not YouTube. <laughs> hmm. There might have been a different reason yeah, for that. It might have been to do like, with parental controls and things or, like this. Or maybe so. it's because it's like an entertainment. Yeah. Business yeah. now. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but it wasn't to do with um, rights because they basically didn't get any wow. for all those things. Yeah. Free advertising. Mm. Yay! Mm. Memes and trends were researched um, <laughs> not to make it current, but yeah. to avoid it being dated. Because they were really? they did they did research on the average shelf life of certain memes. So when they were referencing things like this whole goat screaming thing and all that, they, they wanted to come up with things that weren't so specific that it would date the film, but were broad enough to be believable hmm. as trends. So they did a lot of research on, on memes and internet <laughs> trends. Chris, is, I, do you know, I'm wanting to cower away from the scorn that is coming from that end of the table. I was pulling a similar face, but Chris held it for longer. Because I, that research <laughs> I, was poor. I'm churning inside, well, honestly. My, my research was <laughs> no, poor. No, no, the, the people researching the memes. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, <laughs> oh, dear. I don't, just to be clear, I don't know if I've explained it well enough from what I read. Um, they didn't research memes to make the memes good the researched memes to avoid um just using existing memes and trends just okay i'm going on it's like trying to explain the internet to your mum. i think right you know what i mean or, or, or to ralph There's yeah. a, just just what is an internet? I'm just going to break, break away <laughs> What is here. an internet? There's a really embarrassing... ...thing in the United States. The Congress had to question 
We, they were doing something with internet. You're boring me. I know. <laughs> something to do with internet laws. I don't know. But um, the Congress had to question like Mark Zuckerberg and stuff. And mm. some of these older Congress people were just asking questions like, and how do you make money? From the internet. You know, like really, really basic questions. How don't and I? Exactly. <laughs> where does your advertising go? And to say that they were in charge of kind of regulating content on Facebook, they clearly just didn't know how mm. the internet worked. And I think that your faces, when I said the research memes and you both did those faces, that's what it felt yes, like. I don't it? think the writers knew what the internet yeah. was about either. It's, it's like someone had gone into a meeting going, you know, there's a thing called a meme. Maybe we should oh, no. put some of those in. And I bet they mispronounced it as... Uh, Meme. Meme. <laughs> or, or a meme. 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 Uh, someone at work insisted it was Meme, and I went, it's meme. And she went, I actually know, because um, my dad told me it, so it's... No, meme. Your, oh, your dad. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, your dad told you. Uh, I didn't... Uh, it wasn't worth going into the fact that, well, no, it's coined by... Um, what's it called? <laughs> What are you doing, Lucy? I don't know. I'm sorry, listeners, if you just had a massive thud then, but Lucy's getting aggressive with the microphone. I had a twitch. (laughs) Um, Right. Okay. So That's it. That's that's all all I've got. Do you want to talk some first impressions before we jump into the story and the animation and the music? Mm. I mean, I was quite looking forward to seeing it because it's a very busy film and it's something that you think there's lots to look at and see and enjoy. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not against watching this right now we were also we were at a time in our family life when bonnie was just getting to an age where it was comfortable and acceptable to take her to the cinema to watch a two-hour film same and so it it was it was nice to do as a family of three activity this this afternoon we're gonna go to the cinema we're gonna see a disney film and we all rocked up now i did ask what our score was 77 for ralph rex the internet Seems pre- Wreck It Ralph. Oh, Wreck It Ralph, not for Ralph Rex Internet. Oh, for, no, for Wreck It Ralph, yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems pretty indicative of my feelings towards it. It was fine, I liked it, it was all right. It were all right. So going to see the sequel, yeah, that's fine, that's good, that's all right. I don't mind that. So that that was my thoughts going in. I, I was excited to go and see it because it's the first film I went, just me and Lucas, to watch a film together. Mm-hmm. So going back into it this time, I was interested to watch it because i remembered enjoying it and we did we bought it on dvd as soon as it came out as well back in the back in the day even that recently that was still a, a buy it on dvd job and uh and lucas watched it a couple of times but i never watched it again so watching it for this is the second time i, I have gone into it yes um yeah I, I was kind of looking forward to it for the same i quite enjoyed the first one and uh i thought oh well, it might be all right second one quite yeah. And then it wasn't Whatever. all right. Well, well yeah. hang on. Spoilers. <laughs> so, should we, should we hear from the kids first? Yeah. Yes. Should, we, should we do the usuals? They right, will, so. They will summarise um, the story for you. Here they come. In less than three minutes. We just watched Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet. It's about a little girl called Penelope and a big man called Wreck-It Ralph and he accidentally breaks Penelope's game so they have to go to eBay to get a new steering wheel. But they have to get money to buy it but then they go into this place called Slaughter Race and Penelope gets kind of like addicted to it. So Ralph goes and gets a virus and tries to do it and then it starts going like down so they get out but then the virus escapes and sees that Ralph isn't supposed to be there and then they have to try and get rid of all the Ralphs. Yeah, I can't remember how they did it but at the end uh, Vanellope lives in Slaughter Race and Ralph uh, still lives in the arcade. The end. My favourite bit is when um, he gets kissed by the frog and he's in Snow White's costume. My favourite bit is the part when Vanellope's with all the princesses in the Disney park trying to get people to go and watch Ralph's videos to get more money. The end when they were doing the titles. My favourite character is Vanellope because, I don't know, she's really cheerful and funny. My favourite character is... 
Ralph. My favourite song is the one that Penelope sings in when she's looking into the water. My favourite song is... Hello, hello, let me tell you what it's like to be a zero. Hero. I like hello, hello, hello. What it's like to be a zero. <laughs> I would give it a four out of five. Again. I would give it a three out of five. I give it zero out of zero. I did give it a score because I don't want to like... It just zero plus zero, so I'm just going zero plus one. You're talking nonsense. No, I'm not. <laughs> My dad's saying Pokemon, so I'm not. <laughs> Bye! Do you remember at the end when um, baby Moana um, screamed because the rabbit blew up? It w- must have been absolutely disgusting because there were like blood everywhere, I bet. You got told off by Ollie there. <laughs> no, I did, I did. Because he was appealing to us there through the microphone. He said, my dad just said this. So I'm talking nonsense, but I'm not. So I'm talking nonsense, but I'm not. Um, Interesting. Uh, now, we'll go into the story in a second, but I thought it was quite interesting that none of them... As much as they told the story of what happened, mm. they didn't get the subtle nuances of friendship and all that sort of stuff, did they? So, should we talk about the story? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we can we can touch on that. So it's time to discuss how the story goes. I know it can't be worse than Oliver and Coke. <laughs> Are you laughing at my jingle now? Yeah, yeah, it still tickles me now. The, the Oliver and Co. <laughs> slam in there. You know, someone on the DLP show today said that she can't listen to the Oliver and Co. episode because she loves that film so much. I know what I, that's I, like. Yeah, I know there's loads of people who just, it's got an affectionate place in the heart. But then I feel like that about Robin Hood. Um, and I'm very aware it's pr- quite poor, but mm. it's my childhood S- film. Some people will be drawn to certain episodes of this podcast because it's films that they love. Yeah. I can't imagine we'll get many random hits on this one. Yeah, no. Like, oh, Ricky no. Ralph 2, brilliant, my favourite. Because I think this is worse than Oliver and Company. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, I don't. There we go. I, I do. Oh, I, I really do. Well, anyway. Yeah. Well, let's, so let's get into it, right? Yes. It's all a bit on the nose for me. You've been led by the hand and like, oh, it's this thing again. Of, you know, you have to have someone there who's, who's explaining everything to them. Or, or, you know, it's just, it feels like a like a mishmash of, ideas that like people have been throwing at this thing and saying oh and then they can do this and then they can do this oh what about this you know you know it's just it's too on the nose for me Mm. well i think chris entered this building tonight with (laughs) a rant in his mouth i could see it and it it was like he was chewing on it it was waiting to explode and i said save it for the podcast because i like to hear his opinions for the first time when we're on the podcast, and then I come fresh on the podcast. Him fresh. So I'm just gonna say, let's give Chris the floor because he's got something he wants to say. Go <clears> on, <throat> get it out of your chest. Well, look, I, I could quote Devon Malcolm, which I have done on many occasions on this show, and say they didn't stop to think about whether or not they should. You know, they, they, they were just—I <laughs> haven't even quoted it right today. I'm that angry about this. Is that that character's name? Devon Malcolm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Doctor Malcolm. Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I, the thing is, right, it feels like, they, exactly as you said in the history bit, they just went, do you know what? That's made us a load of money. Mm-hmm. Let's let's use that and do something with it. But it isn't an existing franchise. It's not something that they've put any effort into before. And they've basically looked at all these IPs that they've suddenly got hold of and said, right, we need to th- ram those into a film. Um, all right, they've not paid for these advertising things, but they're, th- they're throwing a load of weight at all these anim- uh, at all these companies like eBay. Like they're just literally giving them free advertising. It's mm. just such a mess of a film. It's an absolute mess. I I just from beginning to end, I don't understand why it exists. Mm. I would understand if it, if they'd done what they did with Lady and the Tramp two, what they did with Cinderella two, and all those things, and it went straight to video, and it was something that's there. But this is an animated classic. This this is one of those films that got a cinematic release. Why the hell did this get a cinematic release? It makes no sense. Well, no, look. In Disney's defence, I'm thinking of the stories of the Gong Show back in um, Katzenberg and Eisner's day, and I'm imagining this. You give your top directors, and you say, "I want three three ideas each from you." Cool. So. 
I'm imagining being at that table and someone comes in and goes, this film, Ralph, uh, Wreck-It Ralph, has just made this amount of money. Here's an idea. Current trend, so-and-so breaks the internet. How about Ralph breaks the internet, we put him into the internet. Can he breaks it? That word. And I just imagine them going, yes, that's brilliant. Because on the first face of it, Chris... It is a good idea. It's not, though. It's not a good no, idea. No, I agree with oh, you. My word. I and agree so once it's done, it's not a good idea. But just on that pure, on the title alone and the concept of this seemingly popular character goes into the internet. Some of the things that they do in this film are managed better in the Emoji movie. And that is a oh, yeah. terrible I ag- film. I agree with you. I didn't I mind the Emoji movie. You. But it's still terrible. It's not. It's not. Well, yeah. It's not a great film. It's, mm-hmm. it's problematic, and yet it's effectively the same thing. Except instead of it being the internet, it's it's mobile phone apps. It's the same yeah. thing, and and it it does it better. It does a lot of these things better. Which this is Disney. It shouldn't be the standard. Do it's we need just to quickly appalling. just recap the story then? Which is uh, if we must. Um, Ralph's messing about in Vanellope's game and trying to make it more interesting for her because she's a bit bored, isn't she? Yeah. We, and, we get the backstory and that, that means, they spend every night. Uh, and that means that the girl playing the arcade machine is wrestling with the steering wheel because it's getting out of control. The steering wheel snaps off and the only way to save the game is for them to go on the internet and find a brand new steering wheel. And that's, you know, that leads them into the internet. So I guess, you know, that's that's a good that's a good enough it's not brilliant. It's not. Yeah, it's not brilliant, but it, but it's good enough. Uh, an excuse to say, well, they need to go into the internet for something. Mm. So they go to eBay, and you know what? They don't know how eBay works because you don't put in your maximum bid of uh, twenty seven thousand and one dollars, and that's what you have to pay. pay. Yeah. That means that someone put in well, twenty seven thousand dollars because they were they were outbidding each other, weren't they? Oh, they were outbidding each other. Oh, and that was yeah. the problem. That's why the that's why the price shot up. Okay. Yeah, but the final. <clears throat> I missed that. And then it said twenty-seven and one. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. But also, uh, they have these. They introduce these weird things where you your avatar is in the internet. So it's just really odd for me to like. I, I couldn't justify the fact that I couldn't make work that me sitting on my bed grimly flicking through eBay, just like you know, with a hum- like that humorless expression. Yeah, there's a little version of me walking around in a space like who I. It was too abstract for me. A thought, like, because like that doesn't—that's not me. Because I'm actually at home on my bed, just like staring at my phone screen. They were trying to do with the internet what like numbskulls did with the human body. And as a child, I genuinely believed. Or inside that, out. Yeah, or inside mm-hmm. out did genuinely believe that there was little like worker men running around pumping my heart and making things go. Oh, because that. I know, because I'd read all the Usborne books that had all that kind of stuff mm. in. So I think they were trying to kind of create this world. But the problem is that you go, all right, so it's going to be like this and then it's going to look like that. Well, how are we going to do the auction? Well, that's going to be booths of people doing that. But what about that? Now we need a way of doing What else is on the internet? Pop-ups on the internet. How do we do pop-ups? And I just felt like they kept pulling at this thread and unraveled the whole jumper. How did you Ralph work I mean? out how to put his face onto videos and do all that sort of stuff? How, mm. how did you yeah. fathom it? How did all that just Yeah. Work? And then this whole giving out hearts. Yeah. And, and it's like the, 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 this, uh, it, it bugs me how easy the, the, the suggestion suggesting it is to become a viral sensation like in the space of like 10 hours or whatever it is that yep. they've got to get to raise this money um i, I think that's a given a un- unrealistic expectation to kids who are watching this who are impressionable mm. like bonnie watches a lot of youtube mm-hmm. is she thinking oh it, it isn't it is easy to to be a viral hit and, and get likes and you'll get money and then they're just going to end up getting hurt <laughs> oh. yeah when the video yeah. gets five likes so i mean the, there's that whole internet thing that doesn't work <laughs> now i'm going to Go on to, I've got two other things. Yeah, I've got three massive problems with this. <laughs> I know what one of them is. I know what one of them is. The well. internet. We all have the same is one. one of them. Oh, yeah. well, let, let's go on to that one because I think you because this is my overriding thing when I mm-hmm. came away from mm. it. Is I always say this is why if you haven't listened to the Oliver and Company thing, I say I'd do it for escapism and I want to go into that world and I didn't want to go into floor level eighties New York. I thought it was a horrible yep. world. I did not want to be in Slaughter Race for a second. Yep. And one of the reasons why Vanellope was so beloved is the, um, from the first movie, was the energy and the lightness and the fun and the colour and the spark and the spunk and all that kind of thing. And the thought of her being left at the end 
in the slaughter race. In this horrible just, world. It made me feel sad and disappointed yeah. and, now, and gross. Pe- people would argue, well, yeah, but that's that's who she is inside and she's, and fa- that, and she's, and she's found her place. That's not the point. We get that. Yeah. What the point is, I, I don't... I didn't enjoy seeing her... Like, and I, they have to say goodbye to each other and they can only see each other and she, she says, oh, there's an upgrade in like a month or something and then you you, you can visit me then, you know, while the game's down. So really like, they've, they've put this, put this, insert this thing into the story that literally makes it so that they can't see each other all the time, these best friends. And now they have to like wait until the game's down in a month and they haven't seen her for three months before that. Like, what? why are you doing this to us? I don't want to watch that. I don't want to know about that. And, and, and it's uh, miserable. I, I am completely with you on this. Um, but the other little thing of that is they communicate on, what, phones? So the, the pixelated characters have phones that they can communicate to each other from different places, but they mm. need the internet to do that. So are they in the internet? And how does that work? It doesn't... None of that kind of computes, does it? There's, there's too much I think stuff that it doesn't might, work. It might have been explained. But I think Yes gave them these things where they could... And But, I mean, at the end no. of it, all of it is just overthought and shoehorned. I think they'd literally got in over the head by this point and they just had to, like, make anything work. Mm. Should never have been made. Um, I, I get this mixed up with Ready Player One. Oh, okay. You know, because they have to... Uh, there's a race in that, isn't there, where they have to... Uh, they have to win a race for a... Uh, for one of, yeah, one of the... In Ready Player One, which... I've only seen it once, so... And uh, so it, when when they were in Slaughter Race and having that race, I was like, I was thinking, oh, where's that bit? But then it's Ready Player One I was thinking of. Mm. And then my other big problem is it's it's like a psychology study in toxic friendships. Isn't it? <laughs> it really... I mean, the one thing... And the that, kids didn't get that, did you know? No, the kids didn't get it. The one thing they got right in many ways was this big Ralph monster crawling over itself to smother um, Vanellope. I suppose that's a good analogy for it, but it's not a nice analogy that I want playing that- out in front of me. And also the fact that that is a good analogy for a friendship in a Disney film at all is just sick. I mean, right from the beginning of the movie, yeah. it was his behaviour was just toxic and her response to it was unhealthy it was just everything it, it was just not it's not something you wanted to see play out the, the whole idea of using viruses just in general for me oh, it's yeah. awful it's just it just doesn't work and he's trying to do it what to to be uh, to, to to help her he's trying to is trying to kill the game, so he mm. goes and gets a virus and puts it in there and it just all of that is just nasty that that's Worse than any villain you get in a Disney film, isn't it? It's just yeah, and mm. and taking someone else's wants and preferences and going no, because that's not what I want and that's not what I prefer, and I'm going to destroy what you want. And this, this yeah. they try and make him still like about the same yeah, time. It's all right, because he, he realizes yeah, in the end, can, it's fine. As if you meant to understand. I his feel like actions. that's what we're doing though like, when we're when we're saying we don't want her to be in slaughter race, but well, that's that's what that's what. That's what her dream is. Mind you, she's not real, is she? They've just written that. This is a story that. choice. This is a st- we're talking yeah. about the story choices. It's not us talking about it, the decisions. It could have been anywhere else. That The game that she is in, that arcade mm-hmm. game, in today's it. world, it could be an online version of that game. It could, yeah. it could have been anything, or it could have been a completely different type of game. It could have been anything. It could, it could have been just a little bit nicer, just something yeah. a bit closer to, like, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, which is, uh, you know... It's aspirational and it's and it's nice. It's not this like yellow, hazy, smoky, brown, dirty, disgusting world. Yeah, <laughs> like get out of there. She doesn't belong there. Thing is, like, I, I kind of feel protective towards her, and like, I, I feel like you know, we've just sent our daughter to live in this ghetto. <laughs> it's. I just. I just don't think. If you've listened to our Toy Story Four review, there was an original sin that we talk about where they just took Woody's character in a place that we don't believe Woody would have mm. gone in a direction and, med- and had him make decisions that we don't feel Woody would have made. And in which case we couldn't get on board with the movie at all because his character had been tainted. And there's a bit of that here. Now, in some ways I can see realistically Ralph's character from the first film behaving in this way. But it is a writer's choice to have that happen or not happen. To have 
uh, character arcs and to have you know epiphany moments and things and i do there was i don't feel these characters had to play out this story can, can we just as well what, they brought back other voice actors so they, they've got fix it felix and calhoun doing in a completely pointless story arc of, of nothingness, they might as well not be in it. They I can't remember what they said hello. What are they doing? I can't they remember. They take all the kids, they, they, they take all the races and become parents. parents. The race, that is uh, it. Mm. So uh, we're also accepting that Vanellope's a, a basically a child. If all the other races are children, how does a game work without her? How does it? How does the game go back to being? Yeah. Work without her. Yeah. It doesn't, does it? Oh, did he get the? Yeah, they're, they're back in the game at the end. The game's working and it's fine. Mm. It's all so yeah, they get there. That, and they're like, "Where's where's this character gone? So then it's, it's broken. Being, it's, yeah, it's, it's broken again. Wreck it, Ralph again, isn't it? Yeah. I, uh, it's just it just there's, there's plot massive plot holes in it. It's so problematic. It feels rushed and thrown together, and it feels to me like the IP stuff is. Uh, can you can you imagine that conversation? Oh, we've got Star Wars and we've got Marvel now, so let's uh, mm. let's get those involved as well, and, yeah. and let's get the princesses involved, and we can well, do this thing with them. And that's the thing that sold this film, and they led with that in all the marketing was the mm. the oh my Disney section, and it was very do, enjoyable. Yeah, and I agree. Do you think today this film's being made today? Do you think they do that, or do you think they do something on Disney Plus as a short special that's 20 minutes long or whatever that that shows you know that showcases those things yeah well I was, was going to say like a, a TV series of that yeah they could still do that it would be great those princesses as they are sort of uh, you know kind mm-hmm. of tongue in cheek making fun of themselves almost I like I, I like that the parks. it could be it could be a TV series at the parks mm-hmm. waiting to go out and, and meet and greet and everything yeah yeah The princess bit was... I know we've spoken before that at Hugh's job, he sometimes gets confidential things that he doesn't tell me. (laughs) And um, you had seen these princesses and not mentioned them at all, think you were doing cards. And then when the trailer came out, you said something like, we've done that work, that's going to sell this film. You said... I know you'd seen it and you were very Mm. pro it. And you said, the kids are going to love this. Your kids maybe, are gonna love it. Maybe you told me before that you said there's something in it the kids are gonna love. I think you said right, and you were absolutely bang on. And I must say that when I give my score in a minute, that section with the princesses and also the way the princesses work together to save Ralph at the end, which is very very clever, that is gonna bring it up. A More of that, please. Yeah, mm. it was great. That was very good. Did you hang around for the Rick roll at the end? Was that the second cutscene? Uh, it's right at the end of the credits because um, there's two cutscenes out there it was actually quite Marvel. funny mm. oh that was it because it says and now um, some some scenes from Frozen 2 and then, then it's Sir Ralph doing a Rickroll <laughs> I didn't Rick see roll. that I didn't Luke see confused. that's when you play uh, Rick, Rick Astley instead of the thing that you think you're going to see Never gonna give you it's, ca- it's called Rickrolling the, the reason I didn't see it is that um I did my usual thing, which, which I've done with all the Marvel films when I've watched them this time as well, which is I fast forward to the first one, to the first cutscene, and then drop it back a bit because I've gone past it because Disney Plus fast forward and is awful. Oh, I watch yeah, that and then I fast is. forward and the last one is always right at the end and so it resets and goes right back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah, bother yeah, fast forwarding all the way through for it again. Right. Uh, yeah, it was funny. I, I, I almost wish they'd kind of marketed it saying, oh, and at the end there's some new Frozen 2 scenes. Yeah. And then mm. properly rickrolled yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. But they wouldn't dare do that because there would have been complaints. Hmm. You know, people were saying, you know, I came to see that film because of that. You are, you know, it's false advertising. But also but, the internet would have exposed it as soon as people yeah. started watching it anyway. The internet. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is an internet? <laughs> do you want to score it? Yep, it's all from me. Yeah. Go on then. I'm going to give it a three. Oof. And I just, there's so much in it I dislike and I think it's lazy and... That is three three marks that have been given for quirky, funny bits. I like the know-it-all character. I like the princesses. I really like the princesses saving it. And that's about it. And there's so much else there that's just actively bad. Interesting. I think you're being a bit harsh there, to be honest with you. Do you? No. Okay. I'm giving it a two. Oh, okay. <laughs> I God. thought it was terrible. I, I don't think it deserves with, to exist. I toyed with a four, but no, a three, really. I've not said much about it in the way of positives, but uh, 
I think there's enough there's enough to look at, and it's uh, it's very watchable in in terms of like mm-hmm. there's lots to be there's lots coming out here, so it, you can it, it bears multiple watches. I think if you can put it with the story, so I've given it a five. Hmm. Animation. Look at the animation you the characterization you and don't forget the background and the style. Yeah, man. Well, <laughs> well animation. Um, do you know at this point, like you kind of go, yeah, it's pretty flawless, you know, as it always is now. Like the, there's no like really outstanding like mistakes exactly or anything it's, it's, it's all down to sort of uh, the choices that they've made yes. and one Design of the thing choice. I didn't like is um, those creepy underworld um, black market type of you know the people God mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, with the bug eyes and um, what's the other one called I can't remember yeah. Double Dan mm. yeah those sort of strange seedy characters and it's not like oh they're weird and creepy it's just oh no no thank you i don't want those in this Mm. film and um i think it's because we just we just don't like the look of it but again it's the whole slaughter race thing you can't say the animation's bad it's just i think the design is just a step too far and it, it fell and it looks smelly and dirty and yuckety um but the the internet as a whole, it felt too cavernous. Does that it, make sense? Yeah, it, it feels like the, they, they went, right, what does the internet look like? It looks like the inside of a computer. Mm. And, and again, it all look like, like a city in that yeah. kind of way. Again, but two on why, the nose. Yeah, but, and why don't all the arcade machines look like that mm. in the other games? Why, why aren't all those like that? Because surely if the internet's like that, then that's like that as well. It, it follows, they should mm. be the same because... I would have liked it to have looked more like the intro to Silicon Valley. Do you know that? It's got all those uh, internet companies popping up and rising and falling oh, yeah, yeah. In, like, in like a, a time-lapse thing. But I just, mm. I, I like the look of that land and it's sunshiny and, you know, it's like, it's vibrant and fast-paced and stuff, but it's not just it, like, this is like the, the, the first idea you have, isn't it? We go, ooh, it's, um, well, it's it's the information superhighway. So it's like a superhighway, but this is the city on off, just off the superhighway. Thing yeah. is, I don't know a lot about computer animation, but we watch things like Corridor Crew, which we like to um, plug on here. But that yeah, because because they need the plugs <laughs> with their six million viewers, yeah, subscribers. Those, but we do mention them quite a bit. Like those, Max, please. Um, that sort of landscape with the colours and the lights and the details and the movement. That must have taken teams and teams and teams of animators to reproduce. Yeah, you cannot flaw, you, you, you cannot fault, sorry, the the effort that has gone into this from the designers and the people who have built mm. it. But I imagine there's a hell of a lot of people involved in this film who were sat there going, why, I, I'm just doing what I'm being told here. I can why guarantee that they um, built a, wrote a programme to deal with that Ralph monster. And there's you know no what? denying that's that's pretty stunning. Mm. It's it's stunning in its creation. It's hideous to look at. It's yeah. not a pleasant thing to have. It's, on it's so creepy, like because they're all crawling over themselves, and you don't really see the heads, do you? No, the heads are, oh, and like I, I can kind of understand why, but it just it just creates this really creepy, ghostly, ghoulish like th- these 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 horrible little headless creatures crawling about over each other. It's terrifying. I remember you talking about. Um, the rescuers and how you couldn't get behind any of the visuals in that because it was so dark and and such a uh, thematically really really dark film mm. and i at the time i was saying yeah but the whole shipwreck bit at the beginning it's beautiful it's anim- it's animated beautifully it, it's painted beautifully the whole thing about it i can get more from that film than i can from from this there is not a moment on that screen apart from maybe the stuff in sugar rush right at the start that i look at and say I want to sit, my eyes are enjoying watching this. And that is the problem for me with this animation. It's not that it isn't talented. It's not that people haven't done a good job in what they've done. It's that I do not want to look at any of it. What do I always say? Would I buy a print of it? I, I don't think there's a still in the whole film, Sugarish or not, that I would buy a print. You get a better photograph of, of, uh, of a computer. Just open up a computer and take a picture. That would be a nicer picture than you get from anything in this film. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's just awful to look at. I'm sorry, I am being really, really cynical about this. So mm. I can't help it. But Lucy said when when I wasn't talking about the film earlier, she said, "Thing is, you can't really knock the animation down, can you?" And I said, no, "Well, no, you can." In the same way you couldn't <clears throat> on Toy Story Four, we were just like, "Well, they they just they know what they're doing." It's but, all render stuff. That what, what what's with the choice of color in in the uh, in Slaughter Race? What like I get it, and it, it's fine, and it, and it's impressive, but it is just. A computer game. It's a rendered computer game, and there's nothing special about it. There's nothing appealing about it at all. It just, it, it just makes me want to shut my eyes and not listen to it. And because I hate the story so much, it makes me want to shut my ears and not listen to it and not see it and not have any involvement in this film whatsoever. And that is how I feel about it. Should we score it then? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, who went first last time? I did. Oh, I'll I'll go first. I've I've given it an eight because uh, for me, there's plenty to look at. Uh, it's so varied, you know, you don't get bored because, you know, if you don't like Slaughter Race thing, the princesses are coming up, things like that. Uh, I think, like I said, the the giant Ralph with the tiny Ralphs, you know, make, you know making up uh, that f- form was good. I'm giving it an eight. I just, uh, I'm, I've knocked a couple off because some odd inconsistent choices and things that make you go, I don't want to look at this, thank you. Eight. I mean, you're right. It, it deserves an eight. Without a doubt, it deserves an eight. But I just, I can't, I don't want to look at it at all. So I take points off because I don't want to look at it. I take points off for what you were saying about the characters as well. I take So I take two points off for, for the general place, the world, where we are. I don't like it. I take two points off for the seedy characters and the things that make it, the whole thing just feel awful. The virus, the... The, the things that just make make my skin crawl and make me just not want to watch and be part of this this film so that drops it down to what down to four does it is that right something like that yeah yeah I give it an extra point for for the princesses yeah because that's brilliant so that's a five <laughs> but I don't like the way the Star Wars characters are animated it's it's somewhere halfway between droids and something completely mm. different and and that in itself frustrates me as well it's a bit they're a bit too elasticy wacky and I don't understand why they would do that. Um, so I'm going to give it a four. It can have a four. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm frustrated with it, and the story is probably to blame for for the animation score, as far as mm. I'm concerned. It's I'm going to split the difference here. I'm going to give it a six. That was that's not just because that's what you guys said. I already had that score in mind. It's an incredibly accomplished and competent piece of animation, and individual moments. It, the um, princesses. Fantastic. The design of their outfits, great. Um, Mr. Know-It-All, whose name I'm not saying correctly, you can ding me if you want. (laughs) What is it? Um, Anyway. Nosley. No, it's not Nosley. Knows about or something (laughs) like that. Um, Knows more. Knows more, that's right. Um, I like that character design. Interestingly, I yes. feel like I would have said I liked him anyway. Yeah, and like you find out that he's some yeah, vintage yeah. Disney. Yeah, um, so it's fine. It's I'm doing a similar thing to Chris in that I'm knocking it off for similar reasons, but I don't think it's quite as sinful as Chris seems to think it is. So I'm going to go with a six. We're on for a low score here. <laughs> Music? Yep. So do do so me do do me so do do so me do we are going to talk about the music rate the songs and score the incident What music? Slaughter Race. That one song and then the one song in the credits. Worst thing Alan Menken's ever done. Yeah. It's not his fault, by the way. It is not his fault. It is lyrically appalling, and. It's written. The, the lyrics are written by one of the writers of the film, so oh, that, that kind of says yeah. it all, doesn't it? I, in his defence, and in the lyricist's defence, I think it's meant to be a bad version of a Princess I Want song, and boy, did they achieve it. <laughs> the The problem is, it's it's like any of these kind of things. Do that, great. Don't then make it an eight minute long song. Just keep it, keep it short. Mm. Keep it simple. Do it quickly. And, and get it over and done with rather than labouring it into multiple verses that you don't need to have there that you've then got to think of more lyrics for when your only capability in lyric writing is finding words to rhyme with words. It just, just isn't worth it. It's, But I'm just going to bring up what I think is the best animated musical. Second best, now Encanto's come out maybe. No, no, still. 
The best animated musical of all time. South Park, Bigger, Longer and Uncut. There you go. Hugh yeah. knows me well. It's a beauty. It is. And the music in that is fantastic. And they are totally parodying all the cliches of animated films, all Tomorrow the cliches night. of musicals. Tomorrow night. They've got everything in there, but they, they do it so cleverly. Yes, they do. That they, they actually exceed the thing they're parodying. They don't just do a, a substandard version of it, which they could easily have done. Now, in this instance... Yes, they were wanting it to be cheesy and a bit rubbish and and parody that I want genre. But there was an opportunity to to actually make it the best princess I want film anyway because they were doing it with that irony and tongue-in-cheek. And I bet there's any one of a million musical comedians, people like Tim Minchin, who could have done that so cleverly. Mm -hmm. And the thing is... I don't necessarily. I bet Sarah think, Silverman could have written I bet, it. Better. I mean, honestly, she could. I don't know if um, I don't know Alan Menken. I don't know if he's a funny person, but he's a fantastic composer. It doesn't mean he gets the humour within his own work, does it? And he didn't write the music. He didn't write the lyrics. So, he, well, yeah. He, he wasn't but I mean, I, even I think musically, you can be funny without music. Can be funny in its own right. Yeah, I think yeah. without just the lyrics. Yeah. It was was what it was, but it it certainly didn't... There was an opportunity, I think, that was missed. I agree. I completely agree. Do you know what would have made that... It's just... This is like one of those stupid little niggles that makes makes me go, ooh, they missed a trick there. It's right at the end of that song where there's bombs going off, which are supposed to be like fireworks. Yeah. I just think it could have been punctuated with just a smattering of gunfire. No... Just next time you watch it, if you ever watch it, <laughs> it, it would just have just just finished it off nicely, just to highlight the, um, the, the you know where she is. Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't want to. I'm not saying they thought about this, but maybe they couldn't because they couldn't use guns in it. But just some distant machine gun yeah, noise would have been funny. A, a better setting for the game, and it wasn't yeah. called Slaughter Race. Yeah. Um, then they would have got a better song, wouldn't they? Yeah, they, they would have written a better song because it would have been something better. Well, the other thing is we've um, we, we've been talking about Sondheim a lot recently mm-hmm. and I've been watching a lot of Lin-Manuel Miranda breakdowns and Jonathan Larson breakdowns on YouTube and stuff. And um, they're saying about choosing the names of things uh, because they work lyrically and it was Lin-Manuel Miranda who chose the name Bruno. Bruno yeah. So it could be Bruno, no, no, no. Now, if you had to choose the name of a game to do really clever lyrics with and rhyme a lot of things with and play around with slaughter race yeah and would and would you use the lyric <laughs> a place called slaughter race it just it, it, it and it i doesn't feel work. like it doesn't scan i mean if it was a writer of the film who did the lyrics he he had the power to go this isn't working musically can we change the name of the game too and and uh, no Anyway, uh, uh, but it was the writer. It was the yeah. writer of the film who wrote so the So he probably the thought it was all fine. Um, the the kids score in general. The kids love slaughter. Don't they love it? Kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, kids. Does Bonnie, Bonnie loves slaughter. Does bit slaughter, yeah. What <laughs> slaughter means as well. And if they did, that's a bit terrifying. I'm always taking Lucas down the abattoir. He loves it. <laughs> um, I did say to Hugh halfway through, and I didn't know whether Hugh was enjoying it or not, I said, this music's a bit overpowering, and I can't remember when I said it or why. The score? The score, yeah. There were parts of the score that reminded me of uh, another score, which I really dislike, which you've said you do like, Lucy, which is the new Spider-Man main theme. I think it's mm. so boring. Mm. How does it go? I can't remember now. It's that, that boring. <laughs> That's the problem. I want to just sing it for the audience, but uh, yeah, and there's bits of that that are just a bit like that, just a bit, just your bog-standard score. Yeah. It was plodding along, it, but I, I, yeah, it, it's completely forgettable. It probably did what it was supposed to, but we were in this horrible world that we didn't want to look at or listen to. So, what, what's the score going to do for it? How's that going to enhance it? Look up Spider Man. I will say one positive thing for it. I don't like Imagine Dragons, but I do quite like that song. It mainly because Luke is like, and when I, hero, hero, also known as Price Tag, at the end, Price Tag. It's not about the money, 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 zero, hero, hero. Yeah. It's price tag. It is. Price tag. Yeah. It is. Similar. It's very similar. So even that it song hasn't been like, redeemed. It also sounds quite a bit like... Um, I thought you two would have... Like, the Middle by uh, 
Well, yes, but and that's um, that's also that Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, that's also a song that Price Tag was compared to, and she was sort of yeah. I used to was she that all was she time. questioned over it? Like, yeah, have you ripped this off? And that's you know that come yeah. some kind of agreement over it, a settlement or something. Yeah, you know the uh, hundred reasons, uh, hundred reasons. Um, Jimmy Eat World song. Jimmy Eat World. Hey, don't write yourself off yet. That one. Yeah. It's only in your head you feel left out. What was the chorus go? It goes, um, it just takes some time, little girl, you're in the middle of a fight. Everything, everything will be Prize just fine. tag. Everything, everything will be Hero, hero, right, zero, hero. Right. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you're both waiting for me to come in with a, a third line. Then. Or, or a third song. You could have chosen, yeah, we could have, yeah. Right. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> come on then. Should we, should we score this? Score the score. Put this to bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chris? Well, it was there. Yeah. Same um, was that. I feel like I should be a little bit more fair on this occasion, so I'm going to give it a, a midway score of five. Mm-hmm. I am also giving it five. Me too. It fulfilled its brief. There we are. That's good because it makes my adding up easier. Right. That's good. I've got know. a score. Go for on, this. Well, we need to. Is, is there any? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's yeah, do, there's do money. Bits, yeah. There's information. Money to talk about. Let me get my book back open. It's not about the money. 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 So <laughs> this had a. I mean, it is Chris. It is about the money. <laughs> it entirely is. Why would you it's, do a film with so much IP in it if it wasn't about the money? So the budget was 175 right on. million. Right. And the box office takings worldwide were 529.3. Oh right, they saw us coming. Well, they did, but having said that, I Princesses, got, the princesses. I haven't got recent things to hand, but I suspect other films have done more. For a sequel, though. Yeah. Uh, what's this one I'm looking at? The last one. Moana did better. Good. Um, and so it should. Um, and the, just the pure presence of the Oh My Disney and all that in itself is probably priceless. I bet they couldn't quantify it. No. I don't think they had an awful lot of merchandise attached to this. I know they had those um, jumpers that the T-shirts, that the T-shirts, that the princesses wore in the Disney store, but... Uh, I think that there's other aspects to this one. Anyway, I was surprised by the Rotten Tomatoes score. Were you? Well, first of all, IMDb, <laughs> typically 7.3, 7.4. This got a 7.0. It's not a 7.0. Zero, zero. So it's a, a whisker below. But Rotten Tomatoes tends to be a bit more discerning and they have audience and critics. The audience, first of all, gave it 65 Okay. All right. We've, I presume, given it less than that, but okay, audience. The the critics gave it 88%. What? The profession, <laughs> professional really know what they're talking about critics have given it 88%. I think so maybe it's us. There's maybe a bit of a... I might be... I hope this isn't too rude, but maybe some of these critics... Have been paid off. And maybe a little bit older... And they go, oh, wow, the internet visualised, wow. I can't imagine <laughs> it's going to, you know the whole thing you were saying in the history about they did the, the, this careful research? This film is not going to age well. It's already not ageing well, is it? No. It, it isn't going to age well at all. So, so how can it be that good a film? I, it look, it, that's what the score is. I was also very surprised because I, I, I just, I don't... If you take away the problems that we have, if you're not offended by the presence of Slaughter Race and you think that toxic friendships are a good topic for a story... <laughs> for kids, for the kids. For kids. For the kids. <laughs> for, kids. Yeah, for kids. And all I that kind it. of thing. And you take away those problems and just look at it as a, a film with structure and, uh, you know, third act surprise. I just don't think it's a very good film. Was it an attempt at internet morality? Was it? Do you think they were thinking, do you know what, We are, this is our social conscience? I just, oh. they, were, they were very cautious in my opinion given that the main market is children and how important internet safety is for children I didn't but see likes are much important. of that <laughs> internet yeah. safety yeah likes, likes are, are really important yeah. because they make you money and how fickle everyone is where, where they just they point them at the screen and they go oh like but, my, but actually that is what people are yeah. like to be oh, fair yeah. yes. uh, but anyway more well, important than all these scores is our score yes which is 50 wow that's quite high is it's it? not. <laughs> it is low. That, that's in the context of the last 57. Star Wars Holiday Special was 55, which is yes. a travesty. Toy yes. Story 4 was 56. Wow. That's my fault. Sorry. That should be What low. was Oliver and Co? 
was the, 30 something oh really uh, the wild Oliver and Co is 37 yeah, which oh. is easy to remember the wild, wild is lower than that isn't it the wild is the lowest does it even have a score uh, the wild <laughs> is here somewhere now in defence of wreck it Ralph wrecks the thing the internet you can't compare it to the wild. Oh, no. Even I have to say that the the wild is just beyond beyond bad. You are right. It is beyond bad. But morbid curiosity makes me want to watch that film more than a dirge of the uh, wild. Rex the internet. It's Thirty two. Thirty two. And Chicken Little fifty seven. I don't think we've had a fifty before. Oh, there you go. It's, it's back <laughs> so, in the middle. So there's it's got the middle of the road. Oh, dinosaur, dinosaur was, was fifty one. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you see, well, I, well. I would I would watch Dinosaur again today. I have a bit of a nostalgia for Dinosaur because it came out when I was working at the Disney Star and we had it on the big screen and stuff and I liked the opening sequence. Mm. But I don't I don't want to watch this again. I'd watch it again. I would. I don't think I, I would. would. Uh, Certainly yeah. not over any other option. Mm. And when you've got Disney Plus, I can't imagine this being the option oh, yeah, you I won't go be hurrying for. Back to it. Chris mm. is dying to play one of his new jingles. Favourite bits? <laughs> These are my favourite bits. These are my favourite what time is it after that? <laughs> it's quite a long one, isn't it? There's a bit of crackling at the end of it as well. I like it, it's fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. The smallest bit of the show. <laughs> I, don't, jingle. I don't have a favourite bit. The end. <laughs> with the titles yeah yeah that's what Ollie said the princess um, saving Ralph oh yeah cause, all that yeah 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 that is a very clever Naveen bit kissing him is, is a nice little bit I mm. forgot to mention something earlier so I'll discuss it now in the favourite bits which was how cringy it was when those people in the office are watching the viral video and they're passing it to each other and it's like they've never seen a viral video and they're going hey have you seen this oh what about this one look what Ralph's yeah. doing now and they're like hey Ralph I remember that guy it's so cringy mm. do you know what made no sense oh sorry we <laughs> This is my favourite bits we're going on around. Right, they say these kids who used to play Wreck It Ralph, Mm. they know him as an eight bit character Mm -hmm. with little arms that do this, right? Mm -hmm. And then he was in high res, big arms, rounded, just like in their world, he had the same resolution that they did. They were meant to be humans, so how could they recognise him? Go, oh, that's. That's Wreck-It Ralph. I remember that guy. It makes no sense. You're, you're right, Lucy. Hugh has over-scored uh, the story. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, cry factor? I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. He really loves it. I don't know why they just can't be together. <laughs> Hugh's cry factor. I mean, the bit where Ralph is telling Giant Ralph to let Vanellope go... That's there's something there. It's like, oh, that's that is touching, and but it's when he says goodbye to her at the end when she she leaves to go into slaughter race. Uh, I mean, that should have been even sadder. But the fact that I did I disagreed with it so much, kind of held the tears back. But I still got I managed to get up to a three, good, a good a good solid lump in the throat. But it's more because it was I felt like, like I say, like you're sending your daughter off somewhere, miserable. So a three, which sounds. Like this. Not bad. They were good three. The second one was a bit dodgy. Yeah, but you soldiered on. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> soldiered on. Here we are at, at the end of a, of a journey. Do you um, anything to say about it? Well, we ended with a bang. <laughs> Didn't we? Well, we ended with a rant. Um, we did... Some of my favourite episodes have been ranty ones. Though. Well, once upon a time, we got a one-star review because someone disagreed with our... Said we were too negative with our takes. Our um, Encanto episode, wasn't it? And do you know the weird thing? <laughs> Too nitpicky. Is that we has progressed to be, well, it's currently my favourite film. I, it really it's is. It's definitely grown on, we, on We've watched lot. it a lot, me and Bonnie, and I'm loving it, and I'm buying the merch and everything. So, I think it's okay. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just ironic that it would be that one that they would say we're too negative for. But it has made me think I need to be a bit more discerning, maybe a bit more appreciative of the art that goes in. And so I feel there's always a little twinge of guilt when we have... An episode like this. Okay. But 
Favourite classic, you. Okay. What? Favourite classic. Top of, right off the top of your head, what comes first into your head? Top Favourite classic. Favourite classic. Favourite animated classic. It's um, The Three Caballeros. Lucy. It's too hard to say my personal favourite, but when you say Disney classic to me, my first thing that comes into my head is uh, uh, Little Mermaid. And I say Bambi. There we go. Mm. I think Bambi was top for a long time. Little Mermaid was, was top yeah. of mine and then Tangled, but I just something, I just, just I love Three Caballeros. Three Caballeros is definitely up there. And, and I, I think need the to package era, I, I know we did all this on the on the thing a few weeks ago, but the, I think the package era is just, it's so charming. Like Yeah, that's it, that's it. And like, I don't even think it's particularly, like, it's not better than anything else. I just, uh, I just like that, that, Gives you the whole the whole tone of it and yeah. you know the theming I just love all that. I, I like Saludos Amigos as well. I think they mm. both I think they both complement each other really well. Yeah. There we go. Well, uh, as loosely alluded earlier, we're going to be back with a, a Marvel breakdown. We're going to rank them all. I've still got to watch. It's going to be good. Um, the newest one, mm. the uh, Eternals. I've got to finish oh. watching that. Oh yeah. yeah. I do not envy you. I have this habit of starting the films and going, yeah, it's all right. I'm not that bothered. We had to watch it and then having to enjoy. We watched the rest it in two it. bits, and that's very unlike us. We have Marvel. Well, because it was midnight, it's like we've yeah. got to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> we have we have Marvel film nights. We sit down. We're all happy. We're all ready for it. We've got the snacks. I think we were late starting this one because we didn't realize how long it was, and we just went. Let's turn now, it off. We're not putting the TV series into these, are we? No. So. Uh, so it'll be everything but the TV series. The question is the Edward Norton Hulk, I think, is the only question mark. Are we putting that in or not? Um, well, I have two to watch if we're putting that in. I'd say no. Right. Is it, it's part of the MCU, though, isn't it? It, it is. is part. It, was, it was made before Disney purchased it, but when they purchased it, they took it as oh, canon. We can, we can bang it in. Yeah, okay. In which case, I have two films to watch. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sorry. It's all right. But thanks. Two bad films thanks to watch. Thanks for giving me. The f- I'm going to bookend all of the Marvel films. Yeah. The first one and the last one. And then whatever comes out on top, maybe you should watch that again. And then that'll make you feel good. Well, yeah, maybe. Oh, I'll, I have put it on my list. Have you? I put it on my list as well. Oh, we have done, yeah. So, yeah. The Edward Norton Hall. So, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't look at my list. Oh, Okay. It's my list, my secret list. I'll, I'll send mine through next week. Lucy's compiling it. I haven't done mine, she, but yeah, I can I can do it. I can sit down sometime and just do it off the top of my head. I think I'll send it through next week. I'm pretty sure I know where Hulk and Eternals are going to be within, within three films of each other. Yeah, yeah. So uh, okay, so it's, it's all good. Anyway, for for now, if you want to catch up with us at all, and you can get us on social media as usual in all the usual places and we do the DLP show every Sunday at 8.30 uh, live on YouTube and that comes out as another podcast as well and Lucy's been doing some tips for DLP as well recently she's, she's done some good stuff haven't you? Yeah I've got some Disneyland Paris videos coming out make sure you check those if you've ever wanted to or you ever plan to visit Disneyland Paris check out my top tips there the hot go. I've got hot tips and I guess we'll see you in a couple of weeks time for Marvel stuff Yes. So uh, until then, goodbye. Bye. Laters.